Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, everybody. This is Baco from the Cobras and Fire podcast. And I'm not going to lie to you, people. The first time I listened to the Shout Out Loud cast, I actually downloaded it accidentally trying to find the latest episode of Spencer's. There was a little serendipity in that for me, though, because it turns out I prefer assholes over douchebags. With that said, you're listening to the Shout Out Loud cast featuring Tom and Zeus. That's right. We're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. Zeus, I'm going to go get the paper, get the papers. <laughs> what are we talking uh, about this week? What are we doing? We're going to break down and talk about mob movies, mafia movies, uh, gangster movies, and what the kind of difference is and which ones we prefer. And just throw out 10 each. That yeah, you're talking talk probably about. 10. Oh. 10. 10. You're talking probably 10. And although the Jerky Boys, the movie is. <laughs> it's, technically a, it's, it's not a mob movie. <laughs> By the way, the conversation that Zeus and I were having before we started recording, we're like, oh, let's do this. Then it's like, well, no, let's do this. Ah, let's just do this. It's me. I'm way too, like, I overanalyze it. He's like, let's just do mob movies. So I'm like, okay, what about this? Is this? And he's like, no. Oh, how about this? I feel this is. Oh, no. What the fuck? It just. So I said, I go, I go, we're not going to confuse Goodfellas with Menace to Society. <laughs> Don't drink your juice by being a fucking boys in the whatever the hell that parody is. But. I mean, so we're so we're talking about. I mean, look. So you mean not, deep cover isn't going up against uh, the ooh, Godfather? Great song, Dre and Snoop. Ah, oh, the greatest. But Zeus and I have a lot of things in common. This is one of them: crime drama movies, mob movies, mafia movies. And some people have different definitions of is is a gangster movie a mob movie? Some of them are, but not all of them are. You know? Yeah. So mafia, mafioso, mafioso. Yeah, uh, La actually, Cosa Nostra. Yeah, it's very similar in Italian and it's very similar, I'd say it in Greek. Mafioso yeah. is the uh, same word. And that's, I think of mafia, I think of the Italian mob. Yeah. But, you know, when we're talking about movies, you think of mob guys and mobsters and gangsters. Scarface comes to mind. That's Cuban. Then yeah. you've got uh, like a great movie like Eastern Promises, which is. Mm-hmm. So and then, there's a lot of different stuff or the, the Steven Seagal great hard to kill with the Jamaican game. Or you also have that horrendous movie called mobsters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dude, that's like if new kids on the block made a mob movie. <laughs> Terrible. 
terrible. It, it actually has some of the plot, which is the real plot of what happened in the founding of the uh, five families. Oh, no, I, I know, but it's, but just, it's it, just it's not made well. <laughs> Yeah, it's, not, it's in the middle of like a gangster shooting. I think Richard Greco stops and his tooth shines. Ding. <laughs> but you're right. You, so you talk, I mean, you have Godfather, you have Goodfellas, but then you have stuff like American Gangster with Denzel Washington. You have Heat, right? With Val Kilmer, De Niro, Pacino. Like, how, about, so you ha- how about the British ones? You have Layer Cake. You oh, have yeah. Yeah. Uh, m- one of my favorites of all time, Snatch, yep. which is fucking hilarious. How about, how about, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll end up, we'll probably make a list like we always do, but just, th- I mean, one of the, one of my all time favorites and tremendously underrated because it was the victim of horrendous release time came out five days after Goodfellas state of grace about oh. hell hell's kitchen and the Irish mob with Sean Penn and Ed Harris and Gary Oldman. The movie's in unbelievable. It is so good. Every, every time I recommend that people are like, I never heard of this. I'm like, yeah. Cause yeah. it came out five days after Goodfellas and it just yeah. got buried. It's like Full Metal Jacket coming out right after Platoon. Full Metal it, Jacket's better than Platoon. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> no, it's not, it just has that whole like half an hour segment of Private Pile. It's the only great part of that. Hey, <laughs> Joker. <laughs> What's he saying? Your mother, your parents have any kids that live? <laughs> I've never seen shit stacked that high. <laughs> What your, is your see? That'll be our next thing. We'll do war movies. Yeah, your days of fingering. What's her name? Your days of finger banging Mary Jane Rotten Crotch are over. <laughs> that guy. The background of that story is so fucking fantastic that he was just so over the top as like the mentor to fall. They're like, fuck it, put this guy in the movie. Who Arlie Ermy? <laughs> Didn't, yeah, he, because, did, didn't he try to turn that into like a reality show? Like he was on like a, some show? I don't know. But he took that character and put it into Saving Silverman. Remember that movie? <laughs> don't you dare shit on that movie. That is one of the most tremendously underrated movies ever. All right, oh, we'll Jenny, see, we're, see, we're digressing already. This is what happens. So let's reel it back into mob movies. So yes. what was, I mean, I, I think we're the same age. I think we probably all grew up with. Like the Godfather was pretty much like probably our introduction to like, yeah. oh, what's this? Like people just shooting people because they don't like them. Like, what is this? Yeah. The, uh, but even before that, you had the old style gangsters. Yeah. Like the Jimmy Humphrey Cagney, Garland. Jimmy Cagney, White yeah. Heat, White which Heat, a, which was a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had those kind of old style, but you know, they, they try not to be as, as, uh, realistic or ethnic or anything like that. So it was right. just, Right. Over the top nonsense. And then they started getting into the real ones. And then the Godfather comes out and changes basically everything. And yeah. for me, it's nothing going to touch it. Uh, I know we were on the Jericho uh, podcast debating the Godfather versus Goodfellas. I was on the losing end. Only me and Jericho took the Godfather. I think you and a few others took Goodfellas. But to by me, a, by, 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 a, by a hair, and it depends on my mood. Yeah, to me, nothing comes close. It's just the storytelling, the classic, everything Shakespearean, the family, the how people treat each other. The The Italian mob story is really one of America and immigrants. Well, that's why. Yeah, that's why the and, Godfather and, transcends the genre, because it's it is it's ultimately about family. It's about yeah. a father and their and the sons and the brothers. There are so many themes running throughout that movie. Yep. There's so many minor characters. There's so many like little mini stories in there that yep. to me, nothing tops it. So does the Godfather, the only thing I would debate is Godfather one versus two. I'm not sure which one's better, to be honest with you. Mm, it, um, I know you watch one of them. You're like, that's the best. Now it's on an Island, but I do think Godfather three it, I think it's become a cliche to say that it's terrible. Oh, I think it's stupid. I think it's awful I, to say that. I think it's a I think great it, movie. I do too. It's not top five movie of all time. Exactly. Like the other I agree. It's a it's a good fucking movie. I know he's annoying, Joe Montagna. Oh, he's but awesome. That fucking Joey Zaza character is the fucking dude. Best. The when Andy Garcia comes riding in on that horse, Joey Zaza. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Joey, is this your car? Who's going to win it? Your uncle? Sheeny Thoughts guy. Hey, who the fuck is this guy? Andy goes, and I think Pacino's incredible in it. I think he's awesome in it. I, I mean, just the whole even Garcia is incredible. Oh, he's amazing. When he, pulls, when he fucking, he, the best is like he's banging. Yes, Bridget Fonda. Yes. And he hears the noise. He's like, yeah, why don't you get me some glass of water? You get up there. <laughs> and then he like catches the two guys and yep. he's like, the one guy, hey, calm down. Don't worry. Just watch this. That and he fucking blows his head off. The that, scene is like, inc- <laughs> that scene is incredible. Yeah. Like, I'll kill her. He's like, what do you think? I give a fuck about this woman? <laughs> yeah, I love it. But pe- but I think it's, like I said, it's become such a cliche to shit on because people obviously because it's part three you try to compare it to one and two you can't you can't do that it's no, not fair to that movie no eli wallach a classic actor from yeah all those fucking cowboy movies with uh clint eastwood and stuff but he's not going to be the big bad gangster right and uh donna tobello is not the scary bad right, guy right right but the the, the whole storytelling is a little bit slower but it's a great fucking movie it's a, it's, it, is, it is and they redid it too they redid they they re-released it. It was like it's like yeah, Godfather. The story the, changed a little at the yeah, end. Yeah, it's like they it's they retitled they released a Blu-ray. It's like the Godfather, like the death of Michael Corleone yeah. or something. So it's a, it's apparently what Francis Ford Coppola wanted to release in the theaters. It's a little bit different, but yeah, it's yeah, still awesome. It, they, they also it's one of those things with the smallest little thing can hurt a movie. Yeah, Pacino's haircut is just fucking stupid in that movie. Yeah, it's just fucking dumb. Well, anyways, I think Godfather Three is a top movie. Me too. Um, so the next one, the big one, when you think of mobster movies, mafia movies, you go to Goodfellas, of course. Yeah, which changed which changed the game for an entire generation because I think it added. I think what Goodfellas added, what Godfather Godfather is a serious, dramatic, film. Okay. Goodfellas is a serious dramatic film with a shitload of unintentional or intentional comedy and one-liners and characters. And I think that's why people love Goodfellas. But, and I love Goodfellas. It's it's on my Mount Rushmore favorite movies of all time. You watch that movie now, the last like 20 minutes is kind of fucking a little weird. When when, when Ray Liotta is... When he's it getting go- chased by the helicopter and he's getting pinched and he's, you know, his life's about to end and everything. Yeah, and it goes too much into like the cocaine problem, not the old style right. mafia. Right. Exactly. And, and the dynamics of all the mobsters against each other and their personalities and stuff. And, and now it's all about this guy and his paranoia and you feel like you're on cocaine for the last but that be But that being said, every time that movie comes, I mean, nowadays, I mean, I don't have cable anymore. I just have streaming. But in the days of cable... Every time that was on, you're like, I'm watching it. I don't care if it comes on yeah, of course. Thir- thir- 30 minutes in or 80 minutes in. I'm watching Goodfellas. I-, I will tell you, my favorite scene is when they show up at his mother's house and she's talking about the painting. Oh, so- I like it. One guy's looking this way. He's looking there. Hey, it looks like her friend. Holy shit. And, and he- it looks like somebody we know. And, and De Niro's like, <laughs> without the beard, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Henry. When are you going to settle down with a girl? I settle down with one every night. <laughs> you, you don't talk too much. And she tells the story. But yeah. You don't talk too much. What's the matter with you? <laughs> and the the best thing about that is that Scorsese's mom. Yeah, I know. And, like, she, and she's amazing. Yeah, and she's in a few others. She's in Godfather 3. Yes. Yeah, she, I think she's almost in like almost she everything. Walked in, hey, they ruined this neighborhood. She's always the mom complaining about the neighborhood being bad. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. bunch of murderers. Yeah. And then yes. you got the, and then you get the, then you get like the quote unquote based or loosely based on a true story you got stuff like donnie brasco which everybody fucking loves then you got the irishman which i thought was i mean that right there is like my favorite director with my three favorite actors all in a friggin' three and a half hour movie dude pacino is so incredible it's just there's certain parts in the movie yeah this is only scorsese can do it when they get in the car and they're about to whack fucking Hoffa, yeah, and they're talking about the fish. Yeah, what what kind of yeah. fish did you get? I don't yeah. know a fish. What I don't do know you fish. go with the kind of fucking order of fish? And like the seat, the back seats all fucking. And then uh, De Niro's kind. Of, no, I'll sit here. And everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" That movie. That's it, it's just it's incredible. And and it's funny because yeah, it's a mob movie, but it's like the Jimmy Hoffa, the Teamster stuff. So the angle is different from somebody like Donnie Brasco, which is the undercover agent and everything. Just mm-hmm. there's so many different. There's just so many different things out there. So and, Donnie Brasco is funny. You say that because I've told you this before. So my. Yep. 
I don't want their names will be named. I don't want to say their name. Yep. But one of my paralegals, a friend, I'm still friends with the family. I get a Christmas card from him all the time. He worked for John Conley. He okay. was one of the agents that was in on the whole black mask, whitey bulger shit. He was one yep. of the guys that kind of got a little bit in trouble and exchanged gifts with Bulger. His daughters, good friends of mine, worked for me for years. And um, I, there's a lot of fucking fascinating. Um, Donnie Brasco, a.k.a. Uh, Joe Pisone, yep, used to go and hang out with them because they were both undercover agents um, with the mob. And I know her father well. He sends me a Christmas card every year. Well, and it's, it, 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 it's it, funny that story is so fucked up and I have a personal like no attachment to it because I know because she tells me a lot of the other shit behind the scenes that she knows from her dad and that stuff. Now you talk about the Irish mob in Boston and in Whitey Bulger and you got that movie that just came out Black Mask where fucking depth was awesome in it. Just awesome. But that has a lot of Italian mob into it, too, with the Irish mob, because they fucking ratted out the Italian mob to get his mob bigger. So that's yeah. a lot of fascinating shit. And that translates into Donnie Brasco, which is a question I'm going to pose to you, Tom. And that is. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Do you enjoy movies more on the big guns or do you enjoy movies about the fucking soldiers and the middle people? I think, I think the best movies are the kind that kind of tap into both parts of it. You know, I, it's I mean, kind of hard because look, at, I mean, look at, look at, look at Pacino. Right. You see him as the Don, right? Right. Right. And now you go see him as Donnie Brasco as kind of like a weak, like middle soldier. That's right. Yeah. You know, he's got a, he, he's a murderer, right? But he's kind of like, like fucking a joke to some people. He's a joke to a lot of people in that pool movie. You so you feel bad for his, yeah, the but he's still like, he, he wants to be something, but he's still a professional. Like he has to do his job. Yeah. Do you enjoy that kind of a mob kind of mentality or movie, or do you enjoy the boss guy telling you, kill him, kill him, do this? I think that, I mean. I disagree with you a little bit back. If we back up a little bit, I thought black mass was okay. Um, I like and, it. And I think, and I think, yeah, it was good. I think for us, I mean, people we're, we're in, we're in new England. We're in the greater Boston. Area. I mean, we're, we're in the, we're right in the backyard of one of the great mobs mobster stories in history, the whitey bulger. Yeah. And th th those books, I mean, I've read all Howie Carr's books about whitey, about Stevie, the rifleman, Flemmy, all those books that happened right Right here, not right. Growing up with that shit. Yeah, a town over from where we grew up. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Somerville, Mass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but in terms of like those movies, like like uh, Donnie Brasco. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know. Like The Departed. Like, do we do we like The Departed? I mean, because I'm going to tell you right now, Scorsese's my all five all time favorite director. That movie is tremendously overrated, and I know I'm on an island saying there on that. Good movie, borderline great, but 
that was a gimme. That was a makeup Academy Award for Scorsese. That movie is you think about it, that's the only Academy Award he's ever gotten for Best Picture. That yeah. is ridiculous. Good movie, not a great movie. And the reason I bring that up is because you're talking about Jack Nicholson, who does a t- terrible job of trying to pretend that he's a Whitey Bulger type character. Um, okay, so these are the things that bug me. Go ahead. This is a movie that's supposedly about the Irish mob. You're talking about The Departed. Correct. Yeah. What's the bad guy's name? Go ahead. Frank Costello. Yeah. One of the biggest mobsters in real life. Yep. From New York. Why is the Irish guy named Frank Costello? Uh, The other thing about that movie, too. (laughs) What the fuck? The other thing you I've seen that movie like a hundred times. And every time I'm like, wait, what? Why is this guy here? Wait, that guy's doing what? Oh, they threw Martin Sheen off the top of a building. Wait, what? Oh, he's in this. He became a state police. He became a state trooper so he could do. I mean, I I get it. I understand the movie, but I'm like, it's just too much. Too much, Marty. (laughs) Too much. That. And I like the town. That movie. It's just too Boston-ish. That's because we're from Boston. We watch it under a different level. I think the the town's fucking amazing. Oh, I'm I'm so upset at you. Like, yeah. it's just like the over the top. And oh, my, no, oh, I'm going to take the kids away. Like, just like fucking stupid shit. Like, that's, that. that's because we grew up with real people like that. So, <laughs> fucking like, <that's>... losers. <laughs> but you got movies like that. So, there, there's a different few things that uh, I always look at as like Reservoir Dogs. That's kind of a gangster movie. Sure. Heat. Heat. Yeah. All right. But that's, do you call that an action movie or a mobster movie or a gangster movie? It's a gangster. I mean, it's. I mean, it's like a heist gangster movie. But then we then you talk about the genre based movies. Like, like here's a tremendously underrated one, and I I can't believe I'm saying that I enjoyed it because who would have ever thought that Tom Hanks could be a gangster? But Road to Perdition. Yeah. Uh, See, I think it's a really excellent movie. I think he's okay, but Great Depression era Irish mob type stuff. I think it's a freaking amazing. Paul Newman's in that movie. It's yeah. a great movie. I mean, Tom Hanks is a gangster. Kind of hard to believe it, but but like those genre ba- I know you like those. I think a little bit more than me. I do. Like like like, like the, the period, like the period, like the period piece type things. Yeah, uh, they tried it with Bugsy, which nah. won a, a few awards. It is slow as all fuck. I think the best example of a period piece is is, is the Untouchables. I mean, to to me, that's like which fucking- the whole story is all fucking fucked up oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> none of that is based on reality no that's not what happened no they no. turned sean connery's character into like fucking a superhero in that movie which yeah is, which is great but, but yeah. yeah uh frank Mitty, who's a huge mobster and one of the famous things about him he's an italian mob guy killed himself yep which you don't usually see that happening to a mob guy right Right. He didn't get thrown off the fucking building for shooting Sean Connery. <laughs> right, right. By, by what's his name. So Right. There's just a lot of hyperbole and nonsense and And then and then, then you got other movies like where you're talking gangster organized crime but not like mob, but like something like the usual suspects, right? Like that's Yeah, those are the type the layer cakes, the snatches, yep, yep. the other one uh what's that other one uh lock stock and barrel whatever the fuck that Oh one yeah. Is. Yeah, yeah, like the those, like those English they're not, type. They're, yeah, they're not really organized crime, but they're just a bunch of shitbags. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, like yeah, ex- gangsters. Yep. So then you get the then you get into the black type of gangster movies, the Menace of Society, Boys in the Hood, yep. Hoodlum, uh, all those fucking type of movies. How about this old one that went on for way too fucking long? It was a Jewish mob. Once okay. upon a time in America. Yeah, great movie that needed an editor. Holy long. fuck, did that need an editor? Isn't that movie like nine hours long? I, I don't know, but as Rye Guy would say, it had one of the great rape scenes in a movie he's ever seen. Yeah, that's not going to be an upcoming episode. Don't worry. Yeah. The one thing uh, I remember at Once Upon a Time in America, back in the old days of VHS, it came on, I think, two or three yeah, VHS exactly. cassettes. <laughs> bring like a box home with you to watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think his name was Noodles. Like, dude, yeah. you're not a tough guy with your nickname Noodles. What about the, what about another one? Like, uh, public enemies with freaking oh. johnny depp like <laughs> yeah, they just I, know that. I, I think i honestly i think mobster gangster or whatever i think that genre of movie is so easy to fuck up they're so easy to make but they're so easy to fuck up uh, how about this one how about american me 
fucking horrible fucking murders. That's Latino that, That's like shit. gangster prison shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like American me. Oh, yeah. there's one of the best scenes when they're fucking the animal song is playing. The guys in the in the courtyards uh, lifting. The guys is getting fucking shanked. Oh, yep. Man. Yep. Oh, how's this? Gangs of New York. Oh my god, incredible! That that movie is incredible. Dude, what an incredible. actor! What's his name is, huh? Who Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was thinking <laughs> of in that movie. Oh my god, is he insane? And the those fucking amazing. battles and fights and shit. And we oh. haven't t- we haven't talked about two of the biggest ones. I know you mentioned it briefly, but Casino. Yeah, which I love. I know. I know people's like. Do you yeah. know how many people hold Sharon Stone in that movie against it? They Why? fucking hate her in that. Yeah, movie. but that's her. But that's her character. That's her because role. there's way too much shit about her in that. Oh, and movie. Ja- her and James Wood are fucking just brutal in that movie. But that's yeah. the point. That's and the point. And so this is the stuff that in Casino they show it. They yep. show that um, Pesci, Pesci's character is fucking around with the other guy's wife, yep. which you're not supposed to do. But they don't talk about that in Goodfellas, which is the real story. Yes. There's big uh, Paulie was fucking around with uh, what's his name's wife. Yeah. Henry Hill's wife. Paulie was fucking right. Right. So there's a lot of that shit that they don't tell about the story and stuff. Maybe to just, uh, I don't know. I think it would be juicy to put that in there. But um, here's another one that I love. Um, It kind of goes under the radar. I think time has been kind to it, but it's got the gangster stuff. But I love it because it's got the family aspect. And it's specifically got the father-son aspect, and that is a Bronx tale. You love Abs- that movie. Uh, absolute Chaz Palminteri, absolutely incredible. De Niro, his little boy, like it, it's such a great movie. It's got it's got the mob stuff, you know, the gang stuff, the family stuff, you know, that father-son relationship, you know, being me being the father to a son, and just that kind of dynamic about the kid sees, you know, the flashy gangster, and then his dad's driving a bus in New York City, like. It's just such an underrated movie. It's amazing. Yeah, I just Chaz Palminteri. He's just one of those like I can't take it. Like if there was somebody else doing that role, or I, I, yet, I see what you mean. I see. What and you that mean. kid is fucking annoyed with his voice. He talked like this at, at that moment. Did he make the wrong mistake? You think Mickey Mantle cares? <laughs> <laughs> and the big fat guy comes out of the thing and yeah. squishes the guy. Gets the yeah. bar, the bikers. Yeah. 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 It just. I love I it. I, love I know it. you I think love I, Bronx Tale. I, to me, I, I just uh, that kid annoys me. And then he gets fucking shot up in the Sopranos while drinking an orange soda. That's right. Yep. Hey, yep. hey T, can I have a soda? Is that yep. you want your own drink glass? You fucking punk. And he's shoot. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. That motherfucker, I think, ended up being in a real life. That actor ended up being in some sort of murder spree against a cop and went to jail for like I don't know how many years. Wow. You know that? Yeah, he I, went to I jail. Not, he got I, caught I did not in a fucking that. like felony murder somebody else where he was with drugs and shit i don't know messed up but which leads me to two other things i want to bring up and that is the tv shows oh yeah and so i think if you're listing things you got to put in the sopranos yeah oh yeah i mean classic mob story plus the family story yeah about a modern day type godfather situation the comedy that's in there the uh, storytelling, the the cruelty of being in the Italian mob, people that you love and characters that you grew up, walk, grew with the show loving, and all of a sudden they're fucking dead. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I think that, that when you try to explain to people about The Sopranos, because I, I was late to the party. I mean, I watched it because I didn't have HBO for a long time, and I got HBO Max, so I, I flew through it you know, a year or so ago. And uh, I think the thing that makes it so dynamic is it's not just the mob stuff it's it's the family stuff it's a guy that's like in therapy struggling with his marriage struggling with his him being a father to him being in the mob you know it's it's it's, i mean if you haven't seen the sopranos by now i don't know i mean again i admit i was late to the party but yeah he never had the makings of a varsity athlete (laughs) 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 it's 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 so good it's and then the other one that i will say and i and i could like it as much as the sopranos and that's my opinion and that is uh boardwalk empire for me i i I will take that over the sopranos i will take that over really okay okay Uh, you know i'm a big history buff it has all the makings of the origins of the of the mob 
the Italian, the Irish, everything, the Germans, everything from prohibition to historical things that are happening in the country back then. Prohibition. Oh, yep. fascinating. The acting, because you know, these are HBO shows. So whoever comes in these things is going to have a, be a tremendous actor. Oh yeah. Be in there for a little bit and then be out. Yep. Unbelievable. Boardwalk empire is incredible. And it's like the beginning of the commission and how they formed and the territories. And it's just incredible. And no, you do not think of what he call it as uh Steve Buscemi as a mob boss. But he is a slimy politician who yeah. uses mobsters against each other mm-hmm. to build his own empire, hence Boardwalk Empire. And it all stemmed from a famous photo on the boardwalk mm-hmm. where like, he's walking, I believe, and uh, he's there, Capone and a few other mob guys in their early, early days. And they're walking. They're like, huh, how the fuck did that? And they realize that. You know, gambling and all the stuff on the Eastern Seaboard that came from Atlantic City, and yep. that's where all the trade and all that shit was coming from. Yep. And how much of an impact he had? And it's a true life story uh, that's obviously moved along for storytelling purposes, but it's fucking incredible. Still haven't seen it. Oh my god! It's I so will though. I'll get on good. it. I'll get on it. So fucking good. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are our kind of movies. So in in our in end, let's let, let's run through ten of our own like favorites. Okay, okay? Right. yeah, uh, we've mentioned most of them, but uh, go ahead. What's your number ten, Tom? All right. So just for the sake of you know, I always like to have my self imposed rules. I'm not putting the Godfather movies or Goodfellas on here because they're kind of on an island. They're on everybody's list. Um, so I got a list of ten here. Really, no particular order. Um, mentioned some of these here. Uh, so I'm just going to, I guess we'll start 10 to one or whatever. Again, they're really no particular order, uh, but I'm going to put reservoir dogs. Okay. Uh, obviously that movie's insane. Yeah. When we saw it in college, it changed everything for us. There was nothing like that movie when it came out. All of a sudden now we weren't looking at what was in the box office. Now we're looking, digging deep for like independent movies. Well, plus that was one of the first real movies that went mainstream where like the beginning of the movie was the middle, the middle of the movie was the end. Like the whole thing was all fucked up. You're like, what is happening here right now? You know, just incredible. And as incredible as it is, it's still not even close to Tarantino's best movie. We'll do an episode on Tarantino maybe in the future too. Yeah. For me, I'm going to stick to my thing where, I mean, some of the movies that we, you're not going to mention, I'm going to throw them out there because I need them on my list. Yeah. So I'm going to put out, um, I'll put Goodfellas just to put it on my list. Okay. Um, You know, I mean, I don't have to tell you. It's just. Of course. It's the quintessential movie about loss, the mob and the life. Yep. It's, it's, It's amazing. Amazing. Um, I mentioned this before. I'm going to go with usual suspects. Um, I think the thing that makes that movie is I love ensemble cast movies when everybody carries their own weight. They each offer something different. And then, of course, one of the greatest twists in the history of twist endings is Kaiser Soze. That fucking movie is incredible. And it still has that rewatchability factor, even though you know how it ends. Yeah, usual suspects is great. Again, another one of those. Everything's changing. Yeah, I always feel like we went to college at the right fucking time. Music, movies, the 90s, man. Unbelievable. Yep. Uh, Number nine for me, I'm going to go with Carlito's Way. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention that. Nice. I fucking love that. Benny Blanco from the Bronx. (laughs) Benny Blanco. See, I don't know this movie as well as you do. I've seen it. I've seen it. And I know it. And I know it. But I know that you love this one. Oh, it's a great movie. That pool hall scene with... Pacino is fucking incredible. You know uh, that they made like some bullshit sequel to that? Yeah, because they're like, fuck, we didn't, we should have killed this guy. This guy could have been awesome for a fucking- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Carlito's Way is a great fucking movie with Pacino. Yep. And, yep. And, and obviously, I still think he's the best mob guy. He can do everything. Of course. Yeah. Puerto Rican, Cuban, Italian, you name it. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Heat because I think it's got oh. De Niro Pacino. The first time they were on screen together was in that movie. And of course you can't, you can't dismiss Val Kilmer's performance. That one of the all time great shootout scenes in the history of film is in heat. I remember I had speaking of VHS, I had that VHS and it was a double VHS because the movie's just around three hours long, I believe, Um, but but it's, it's incredible. Oh, so good. 
Because she's got a great <laughs> And you got your head way up in it. Yep. Oh, my yep. God. Number eight for me, I'm going to go with Snatch. Okay. I don't know if I've, I may have seen that when it first came out. Hilarious. Yeah, I know. I That's what I've heard. Yeah, I don't know um, it that well. I, I think it, I did see it when it first came out. Yeah, it's got such a great ensemble. Yeah. Uh, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. Poor guy ended up marrying fucking Madonna, and there goes his career. Uh, <sighs> Jason Statham is in there. Stephen Graham, who yep. ends up playing Al Capone in Boardwalk Empire. And he's been, and he was the bad guy. Uh, he was the other guy in the, the Irishman that that uh, Pacino was always fighting with. Yep. Oh, it's traffic. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes. I took it into account. Yeah, 15 minutes. Well, I'm here anyways now. Huh? <laughs> this is how you dress for a meeting? For a meeting? <laughs> that guy, he's a fucking great actor. He's in that. And then Brad Pitt steals the whole fucking. Oh, of course. You know, oh, of course. with playing that like wicked. Cockney. Yeah, he's got that cockney accent. Yep. And you know, and it takes off right off of, after Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. So yep. it's a great movie. You got Vinnie Jones in it, Dennis Farina, who I love. He's a Dennis great actor. Farina, he's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it's a great movie. You guys should go catch Snatch. All right. Here's one we didn't mention yet that really flies under the radar because it involves the mob, but it, it starts off kind of interesting. Flies under the radar. I think I, I believe it had a couple of Academy Award nominations. Yeah, it did. This is a history of violence. Yes. With Viggo Mortensen, William Hurt was nominated for Academy Award, Ed Harris. Yeah, so Viggo Mortensen plays a guy that's trying to change his name, start his life over, you know, with his family. Uh, but his past comes back to haunt him. He gets visited by some of his old guys and come to find out that he's in the old Irish mob. Um, and it's just an incredible movie. It's very underrated. Uh, it's got Ed Harris, William Hurt, Maria Bello. Ooh. She was plays, hot. His, plays his wife on, and of course, Vigo Mortensen, very underrated actor. So hit a history of violence. Is that the one she puts on a cheerleading outfit? Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> uh, good one. Uh, number seven for me, Tom. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Irishman. Okay, a little bit long. It is. I wish they did it 10 years ago. Mm. De Niro and them look a little bit, especially De Niro looks a little too old. When you see the movie and, and, and uh, uh, Joe Pesci goes, hey, kid, come over here, dude. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing here? Hey, kid. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I know. Exactly. But the acting is phenomenal. Yeah. Storytelling is phenomenal. Too bad. Most of it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but I know a lot about the background story, the Colombo family and all that stuff and crazy Joe Gallo and all. It, there's a lot of fun, interesting historical stuff in there. Um, it's their last crack at it, you know, kind of like, let's get them out. Let's get one good movie in there. And they hit it. I think they hit it out of the park. It's just a matter of like all the other great movies you have to compare it to. And that's when it suffers. But if yeah. you look at it in and of itself, it's a fucking great movie. Great movie. Nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards. Yeah, it was a great movie. And it had that cheesy uh, CGI special effects that make <laughs> De Niro look younger at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, like, the fuck am I watching right yeah. now? Yeah. And then he's like, when he's beating the guy when he's on the ground and he's yeah. kicking him like yeah. fucking, he's kicking him like an 80 year old man would be kicking somebody. Yeah, it looked bad. Of course, uh, yeah, Irishman. That's my number six. Yep, that's definitely on my list. So, okay, so for me, number uh, six, I'll go with uh, Pulp Fiction. Nice. I remember seeing it at the movies. I went with Lynchy. Mm -hmm. We when it came out that movie, we went to Westgate. And in Brockton, wow. you could have been a, you could have been the feature film of <laughs> your own gangster movie going to see it in that theater in Brockton. Jesus and. Uh, and I remember walking out going, holy fuck. What, what the did fuck I did just we see? just see? And I think I remember you guys coming back on campus and being like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> we just saw Pulp Fiction. Like, I'm like, well, at one point, somebody's getting fucking ass raped. <laughs> um, but I can't tell you how incredible Samuel L. Jackson is till this day in that role. Oh my God. How he didn't get an Academy Award is beyond I, belief. I know. I know. Just that whole when he first walks in the vibe. Hey, man, yep. relax. Like, yep. And then he pulls that. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. It's and incredible. then you're like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> like, yep. I fuck yep. with this guy. Uh, fucking insane. 
Incredible. Uh, my number five, Untouchables. Uh, I just think the acting, um, I, the characters. Um, I love a fat De Niro playing Al Capone. Um, I want him dead. I, I want, want I, I, I want his whole family dead. I want his house burned through the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's so. I mean, Sean Connery's insane. Kevin Cost. It's a, it. It's just. It's a great fucking movie, and I love those those kind of period piece. Now, what's your real things. name? Yeah, it's so good. Andy <laughs> Garcia, what a cast. So good. Yep. Uh, number five for me, I'm going to go with The Sopranos. Okay. The series itself. Yeah. Uh, incredible. I yep. mean, uh, the actors, just uh, who, everyone has a different favorite actor or favorite scene. And that whole, I mean, for me, it's Paulie Walnuts. I, I can't get enough of him always bitching and complaining about shit and when it's like when he loses his shoe in the snow chasing the oh my god he's an interior decorator um and then chris goes really his place looked like shit (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so good oh man fucking incredible the sopranos for me it is uh, before I continue with my uh, with my number four, um, I, I want to give a special shout out. It's not going to make my top ten to one of the great comedy related gangster movies of all time, and that Jerky is Boys. The- no, <laughs> no, Michael Keaton's greatest role, Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that movie should have been. It should be number one on my list, but I had to get that in there. You yeah. shouldn't shoot me. <laughs> You shouldn't hang me on a hook. <laughs> he's break dancing. Oh his mom's like 20 or something. She looks like wow. Like, wow, Johnny. I've never seen anyone dance like that. <laughs> That's oh a good God. one. All right. Anyways, so I just had to get that because I fucking love that movie. Uh, number four for me. I'm going to go with one that we haven't mentioned yet. A really old Scorsese movie with De Niro. Mean Streets. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Yeah, love that Harvey Keitel. Ah, so good. A He's baby, not even a the baby. star in that. No, it's no, Keitel is. Yeah, Keitel, right. Keitel's the big guy in that movie. But uh, love that. I love those. I, the seventies were so fucking good for those kinds of movies like that, especially the early seventies. Ah, love it. Yeah, and then and then you get into eventually they'll end up doing the whole trifecta. But yeah. Anyways, uh, number three for uh, four for me, and that's Boardwalk Empire. As I mentioned, the. Yep. The history behind it, the storytelling, the acting is incredible. Uh, Scorsese directed the, I think was the producer, but directed the first episode. It's in fucking sane. Mm-hmm. When they show you the first episode and they're all meeting and they're like, and they're saying, boom, like now it's now illegal to drink and everything. And all the mobster guys are now like, this is something new that we can do. And the old mobster's like, I'm not dealing with that shit. And then they fucking whack him at the end of the movie. Like, now here comes the real mobsters. They're like, we're making money from booze. That's what we're going to do. Yep. Fucking incredible. Nice. Uh, let's see. Number three for me, I am going to go with Donnie Brasco. Nice. Yeah, I love that. But I mean, I'm not a huge Johnny Depp fan, but something about him in this movie, he nails it for me. And, and Pacino playing like that, just like that sad sack guy yeah. you feel bad for, you know, like it's, it's such a well-made acted movie. Yep. I love when they go, was it the Japanese? You have to take off your boots. Oh afraid, yeah. Afraid, oh. afraid is necessary. Yes. Hey, who won the fucking war? Yeah. I, <laughs> I fucking seen the shit out of the poor Japanese guy. Well, think about it. How else is he going to get out of that? He has to do something. Oh he can't God. take his fucking boots off. <laughs> afraid is necessary. <laughs> So since I was going to pick Brasco as three, I'm going to change it just so we can have this discussion. And that is Casino at three. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. So for me, the part about Casino that I really like is that one scene where fucking Pesci sits the fat banker down in his house and uh, he's making drinks. Uh, uh, De Niro's making the drinks. And and he's like, I think you got this all wrong. Uh, Let me tell you what I do. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to break your fucking head. And just about time, hopefully, you get out of your coma. Guess what? I'll be coming out of jail and I'll fucking break your head again. <laughs> the wide open. Because jail don't scare me. I'm fucked in the head. That's what I do. <laughs> Guys, like, ah! I saw that movie at the Lexington Theater. 
you remember oh. that little that little yes. tiny theater in downtown Lexington? Yeah. Yep. My parents live right around the corner from yeah. there now. Yeah. yeah. The thing about Casino, and I, of course I love it. The thing about Casino is it came out not long, not that long after Goodfellas. You know, it's got De Niro. It's got Pesci. It's, it's the trifecta. They're back. But it's a completely different movie. You, ha- It's not Goodfellas at all. The problem is it suffers from that because exactly. his character is so similar. But Correct. that guy is way worse. Oh, absolutely. Than Tommy DeSimone, whatever his name was. Oh, absolutely. In, in real life. That guy, Nicky, whatever, was insane. Yep. yep. And, and the shit that he fucking did and putting people's head in vices and shit. Or, yep. or when he walks in the casino. Oh, you over here? Yeah, I'm over here now. Oh. You know what comment? No. No. Cohen's not here anymore. No Cohen's not here no more. No. <laughs> He's not here. No. No. Just that fucking like the fact that he the just tension, looks the, at like him. Tension. And that this little actor that's about five foot two yeah. is so intimidating to those other mobsters. Or yep. that other, you fat Irish prick, you better have my money. <laughs> it's it's so All good. That shit. When he when he what he's dealing and they keeps losing and then they like the lady's like yeah yeah funny huh and they bring in the other guy oh look at this beaut yeah <laughs> like, oh I love that Uncle Festa looking <laughs> guy <laughs> he just starts flipping <laughs> out while he's playing cards I love it oh yep. so good uh, number two for me I'm gonna go uh, State of Grace just tremendously nice. under tremendously underrated with an A list cast I fucking love that movie I mean a young Sean Penn a young Ed Harris a young Gary Oldman it's just such a great movie again New York City uh, it's just it's so good yeah a lot of those like Irish mob stuff don't get the credit that the Italian mobs do You're right. in their movie storytelling yep. because you don't get De Niro, Pacino, exactly. Scorsese and stuff, but there's yep. still great stories and movies. Yep. yep. Number two, I'm going to have to go, and this will be opposite of number one. I'm going to go Godfather two. I'll okay. put this as number two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, like I said earlier, I left those off my list just to get a little bit more in there. And that, you know, that's obviously fine. You put yours in there. The red uh, stays as before. Yeah. But the best part is when the poor guy is trying to unlock the door yeah. to get out of the oh, office. Oh, and he, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I kick your Sicilian ass all over the place. Oh, practically Pisons, right? Oh, God, it's so good. And I'll tell you, I was so happy when my son, age 17 at the time, we watched one and two back to back, and he loved them both because there's nothing worse than showing your kids something that you love and having to be like, oh, what the fuck? That's oh, you mean what? Sunny it, the movie? Meh. Oh, yeah, meh. Yeah. yeah, please. Let me tell you right now. If Sonny was on this episode, his number one movie would be Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. All right? So give me a break. Okay? Uh, Actually, give me a break. Remember the yeah. episode where they fought against the mob? <laughs> Nell Carter? Just beating everyone up with her big, giant boobs. <laughs> uh, big old but- titties. <laughs> big old titties. That fucking Anchorman scene is in my head still. <laughs> my number one, I know you're not a big fan of it, but it just touches it touches a nerve with me, and that's uh, Bronx Tale. Yeah, I know. You I love, love that, that movie. movie. Yeah, that, I mean the the famous fucking biker scene is great. Oh, I just want to a couple cold ones. Oh, a couple cold ones. Couple oh. cold ones. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I get it. I know you have affinity for it. And yeah. De Niro is. You know, De Niro as the sap, not the mobster, is hard. But he does it well. He does it well. It would have been better served if they had the roles reversed. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Right? It yeah. seemed more believable. I don't know. It could, uh, it could be. Yeah, you could be right. I mean, I know you're not a big fan of Paul Monteri, but I thought he nailed it in that I role. always find it hard when an actor like Pacino plays like a sap and some lower named actor is like yelling at him or putting him down or screaming at him. It doesn't seem like, like in Donnie Brasco. <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't seem like it works. Same right. thing with De Niro. De Niro doesn't seem like a character, um, an actor that would be like fucking putting up with shit. But the thing I, but see, you bring up a good point. The thing I like about Bronx Tales, yeah, he's, he's just a blue collar bus driver, but he takes no shit. He is not afraid of Chaz Palminteri. He gets in his face. He tells him, get the fuck away from my kid. I'm his father. This is my son. So I get it. Yeah, he's not the big bad yeah. mobster, but he also doesn't you know, put his tail between his legs when he's confronted with the mobster. Nope, so I think that right. kind of gives him a little bit of little bit of weight behind the character. But I, I see what you mean for sure. Well, number one is easy, Godfather. And that's yep. the whole reason why we're having this discussion. Yep, I uh, agree. 
Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, and probably (laughs) the only non-Italian who fucking probably steals the movie, James Caan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yep. Tom, mobster action gangster movies. There you have it. We love it. It's great stuff. We're anxious to see what you guys think. Did we miss anything? Are we overrating anything, underrating anything? We want to hear from you guys on this one. So thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.